Shelf Pleasure contains strong language and descriptions of sexual acts and violence. It is intended for mature audiences, and listener discretion is advised. Additional themes may be discussed that listeners find triggering, and we encourage all listeners to check the episode descriptions for content warnings to decide if this podcast is right for you. Hey there, book sluts. This is Shelf Pleasure, a podcast about books and the kind of sex that you can find in them. We are your hosts, Krista and Kelsey. And I, I sometimes I just get distracted listening to you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this week we are back to monster porn. Do not act like you're not excited. We know you are. Yeah. We know we've been slacking in that department, friend. You needed more because we haven't done enough. It's been so what four whole books. Says. Looks like I don't know why I just wanted to say it looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> looks like monster cocks back on the menu, boys. <laughs> like it should be. Yeah, we we deserve monster peen. It's at it's regular intervals. Fun. It's usually like special, and you don't know what it's going to entail. It's it's always a surprise. I was talking to sometimes our f- there's more than one. Exactly. And I was talking Thrilling. to our, our friend Sam about this and that like, I don't need them to be fancy all the time. Yes. But I don't need them to be regular all the time too. I just need a healthy balance of both. Like, yeah, exactly. Life is about you need variety. Balance. Yes, exactly. Variety is the spice of life. Especially we're in all spicy about things. The spice. <laughs> so this week we are going to be covering The Gargoyles Captive, book three, or maybe book four in Katie Roberts' Deal with the Demon series. I guess it all depends on where you place... Uh, the demon's bargain. Yeah, which I guess we should add that in. Yeah, we'll. Co- I figured we'd cover it's that. Oh, we probably should have already covered it. I feel like when I stop and think about it, I'm like, hmm, why didn't we do this? Yeah, because I, I didn't don't know plan why. well. It's my uh, fault. I mean, no, we are a part. We are a partnership in this, so we didn't plan well. We we go through the episode. We constantly are like, let's adjust, let's make sure what's our schedule looking like, and we do this. On a regular basis. That's true. But we, I think we get really caught up in, like, what voices are we reading about? And then we forget about, like, finishing series that we start. Because I am actually the worst at finishing things. Uh, which you are watching in real time now as I try to finish the Grishaverse series. I and I don't like, want to because I don't want it to be over. But I think that you're actually usually better at finishing things than me. Usually you're like, I... I hated this, but I needed to see it through, so I read all five books, and I'm like, I uh, didn't finish. I hated this first one, so I'm not going to read it again. I think maybe it's just things that I'm ambivalent towards that I can finish, but things I love. Like, it took me almost a year to finish Kingdom of Ash, because I was like, I don't want this to be over, so I'm just going to ignore it. What a fascinating fact about you. <laughs> You're like, I, uh, I'm more, I will more likely to get through something that I'm ambivalent about, but if the- I love it too much... And I tried to um, make I'll it drag long. it out forever. Yes. It'll never end. <laughs> so whatever the case with uh, where this book is placed, if you haven't finished The Gargoyles Captive yet, and you don't want to be spoiled, please hit pause and come back later. If you do want to be spoiled, if that's your kink, carry on. I just would hate to deny someone the pleasure of this journey yes. if they wanted to experience it without, without and spoilers. I, and I will say, like, if your kink is being spoiled, we really are, like, here for oh, you. Oh, yes. Uh, anything you need, we're, keep, let me, we're here for your um, spoiler I will spoil anything. Do you want 
Game of Thrones spoilers? Like, what are high stakes ones that people don't know about? Yes. I Ted like Lasso. I, yeah. I, I, I like that we, I think we were good about giving you the option because I'm someone that sometimes I do really love a spoiler, but I like to be asked before. Yes. I don't like to just be thrown a spoiler. I like to consent to the spoiler. Exactly. We're, I mean, we're all about consent. So. We are. Exactly. So for anyone who either doesn't care about being spoiled or has already read the book, please carry on. We are going to go over some quick specs on the book and then get right into the good stuff. You know what we mean by that. Uh, and then we'll finish off with our reviews. But please Tanks. remember... Tanks. That the reviews are just our <laughs> shitty little opinions. And if you hate something that we love or vice versa, that is totally cool. And we would love to hear from you. Don't ever, don't ever think that like we only want people to agree with us. I would I would actually love to hear from people with differing opinions more you than anything. Have a, you want to have a heated debate. I or I just want I love to know. I love to hear from people about like things they feel passionately about, mm-hmm. whether or not. It is my passion. I just, I like to hear it. We get that at book club a lot where I feel like the last book we read was very like black and white. And I was like, I live for this because I like it, but everyone else hated it. And I like, it was just really fun to like have like little, little debates with people that I love so much. So, um, agreed. So please tell us what you think of things. That's our kink. (laughs) Um, Before we get too far into this one though, do you have any editor's notes to go over from last episode? If I did, I didn't write them down, so no. Cool. I don't have I any don't other. I did, to Me be neither. fair. I, I think it was more like just a love fest. It was. So. Really, just like cherry on top of it all when Bryn Weaver and Alexa Harlow uh, <gasps> commented on our post, and oh I was like, God, this I is know. the best day of my life. I still am like, I feel like I keep forgetting about it, and then I remember, and I'm like, oh my God, have we made it? <laughs> I mean- they're it so was, they were so fucking cool. I know. And I was not cool at all because I have no chill. Um, yeah, we're not. But they cool. were just utterly I, delightful. I like, to, like convince myself that I'm cool, but then when I stop to think about it, I'm like, I every time I book a tattoo I'm an, and I'm, I'm like, an, I'm, I'm lame, and I don't know why anyone would want to work with me. Oh yeah, I live in constant fear of seeming like a loser to my tattoo artists. I'm like, Same. Just, That's like, I just want you to like me. I want you to think that my ideas are cool. Yeah, I revert to like my teenage <laughs> self immediately, and I'm like, I'm so insecure. And what needy. is that about? I do it too. Uh, okay, so let's get into the Gargoyles Captive. This is a, a book on the shorter side, so I think we'll probably move through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and like we said, it is the latest in the Deal with the Demon series by Katie Robert, show favorite, if you could not tell. And it was published late last month, so March 2023. So she is hot off the presses. Yes. And it probably goes without saying, but this is a monster romance and one that crosses over with her other series, Court of the Vampire Queen, which we read, I think, in September, right? I, I think we did September, October. We did it spooky season. Yes. So I'm just Spooky not season sure. for us is four months, though, so like, yeah. who knows? I think it was because I can't remember if it came out in september or october i think we might have done it late september that sounds right uh but it's a I it's another three book this. series I that's could been pause and verify this but i'm not going to no we'll we'll leave we'll leave something for you to do yeah um but yeah we it was a three book series that we read them all at once because they kind of like flow right into each other yeah and they and she had just combined them into one book that yes. was released as like it was the uh Oh, I can't remember now. It, it's like a certain series. Bloodline Vamp. It was her Bloodline Vampire series that oh, was yes, published separately. It. And they're like pretty short separately. So then they were um, republished together as combined as one book, Court of the Vampire Queen. Which made a lot of sense, I yes. think. So I feel like it worked as like one novel. 
I, I think so, You could too. read them separately, but... Um, and they are still all of like, the separate ones. And I think even now, Court of the Vampire Queen are all available. If you have Kindle Unlimited, um, they're on there. And yes. you can read them for free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Exactly. So when we kick off this book, we meet Grace, who we met in Court of the Vampire Queen, who's a snarky demon hunter who we adored there. Love, love Grace. Um, and she has just made her deal for Mina and is taken to Azazel's in the demon realm awaiting auction. So she's same spiel as the first two uh, that that make a deal with a bargain or demon. And this is something I don't remember from Court of the Vampire Queen, but Grace sees auras, which are basically like colorful wind signifying emotional states. I was going to say, I don't think we know that in Court of the Vampire Queen because it's not in her perspective. She's just that's, like a side character we meet. So I think that is a new thing that's introduced in that, this book. That's what I was going to ask you because you've read Bloodline Vampires at least twice, right? Yes. Um, in the spicy scenes, maybe, <laughs> maybe more than I, twice. So technically I read it like two and a half times because the first <laughs> time I read them, I just went through the spicy scenes because I was like, oh, ooh, vampire. But then I read that it was a breeding kink and I was like, oh, I'm not into that. And then I just, <laughs> but I was like, but it's vampire, so I want, and Katie Roberts, so I want the spice. So I just read the spicy scenes. And then I was like, that's 90% of this story. So I should just read the whole thing. So then I did and I really enjoyed them. So it's like only listening to the musical parts of Hamilton. Yes. Uh, there's, it's basically the whole thing. It's yeah. the whole thing. It's like, yeah. Lame, lame is too. It's like, it's all singing. <laughs> so I, I couldn't remember. And that's what I wanted to ask you if it was just because we didn't have Grace's POV in Court of the Vampire Queen. So thank you. I, I appreciate the sanity check. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I could not remember. And but anyway, she's here in the demon realm because she's looking for information on her mother. She made the deal for her girlfriend Mina um, and Mina's boys, and <clears throat> so she's going to make the most of this situation and uh, come into the demon realm where her mother was last seen alive when she came here also to make a bargain. So, meanwhile. Back at the ranch, Bram arrives at the Bargain or Demon territory and makes his bid for Grace. Yeah. Obviously. He has no, and he has no desire to be there. He's like, this is the last place I want to fucking be. He's big sad boy energy. He is. He is a hot gargoyle in a loincloth. So if you were a gargoyle's <laughs> kid like I was, Goliath. But picture like the, the not tanned version. Like he's just like real pale, white hair, purple eyes. That version of, like, if you let Goliath fade in the sun. <laughs> and also was very sad. Uh, and Bram needs a human consort because none of the other gargoyles want to play with him because they think he's cursed. Yeah. And he needs an heir. He's got to pump a baby into someone. Don't he's, they always? Yeah. Like, right. These, these, these monsters really, they're desperate for heirs. And I think it's established earlier in the series that one of the... Um, like big attractions for humans for the demons is that like mating with humans they have it's just like a, they're a great conduit for magic so yes. they, like when they have a baby with a demon it can create some really strong powerful like magic offspring it basically strengthens the realm by giving you a potential future ruler who has more power than the their their sires yeah so. i'm not really sure how it works i don't know if it makes the most sense to me but i'm like i i buy it i'm like yep, I, you know what sure you got disbelief it suspended exactly so uh, gargoyles are i guess superstitious um and bram does not know that grace is a demon hunter but he does immediately glean that she's not put off by any of the magic that she's surrounded by so she's been exposed to it before in some capacity 
And she doesn't know that he is an empath. So they both have the same power where they can see emotions. Mm -hmm. It's basically, they can't lie to each other, which I think is a really interesting setup. Which they don't know. I like that they don't know that about each other. I also liked that in this series, because Grace was previously exposed, like, to this world and is a demon hunter, that a lot of it um, is just her being like, let's just get to it. Like, I know what I signed up for. Like, let's just get this over with. She's very to the point. Yeah, and it's not a lot of, like, explaining things or, like, she's not asking a ton of questions. She's just like, yeah, 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 okay, I got it. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Moving on. I signed the contract. Like, let me just sign it. (laughs) Yes, I read this thing. I'm trying to talk me out of this because... Give me a pen. Because as I have affectionately nicknamed him, and I don't think anyone else has... um, Big Daddy Zays, <laughs> Zazel, the like leader of the bargainer demons, he's like gives her this chance of like, oh, when Bram like makes the bid for her, where he's like, mm, he won't say why, but he's like, you know, maybe I should give you guys an out. Um, are you sure? You know, like we can work something else out. Yes. And they're like, and and Grace is like, I don't even want to read the contract. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, but but he does put in a special addendum just for her. Which is that she cannot harm anyone in the demon realm or, like, the bargain is void. Yes. Like, for so her. So, the, the protection works both ways. The contract, the like, the boilerplate cr- contract is humans cannot have harm come to them anywhere in the demon realm. They are under Azazel's protection. And now it works in reverse, too, where Bram and his people are protected from Grace, yes, because Grace is basically a weapon. Oh yeah, um, and but he, and and Bram doesn't know why this clause is in there, and he's very curious about it. Yes, um, so they make it back to his humble abode via flight, uh, and Bram tries to play nice because he is without a doubt a bottom, uh, which we love, <laughs> I, and we have too few soft men in romances, in my opinion, and I think Bram was I, very refreshing. I hard agree. It's, like, in my, I have it a lot, like, in my, I tried to be good about, like, doing a full wrap-up thing, but it, it was something that I really loved seeing, because I'm, like, we never get, like, a bottom or a sub, or not never, but very rarely yes. do we get, like, a female dominant lead in a hetero romance. Yes. Agreed. Like, it's usually almost, like, nine and a half times out of ten. It is the reverse. So I really enjoyed, like, seeing that and exploring that. It was very sexy. I was into it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and Bram tries really hard to make Grace comfortable, despite not having had relationships with humans in the past, although he fucked up on their flight over because she was cold as hell. Oh, yeah. Because uh, It's Bram, a quick flight, but it's a cold flight. Yeah, Br- Bram isn't bothered by temperature changes quite as much as humans are he's basically made of fucking stone yeah he's kind of like if you read um oh my god i'm oh. blanking on it if you if you <laughs> i'm blanking on it too oh my god Catherine moon with us when no, we covered I, I, okay i thought company of fiends but it's not company of fiends it was the first one that's the, the lady, of brooks, lady of brooks grave manor yes. yes if you read lady of brooks grave manor with us um then you are familiar with this type of character because there was a golem and that character made of stone uh, Booker. Uh, same vibes. So. Yeah, like, I was going to say very firm flesh. That just sounds like I'm talking about a boner. <laughs> I mean, we will Which be at this moment, in I like talk- two chapters. Uh, yeah, so. I'm not in this moment. Um, but Give I it did, time. And I did appreciate that in this, like, after they have this, like, initial flight and she's, like, freezing and also um, afraid of heights. Or she's like, this is a nightmare. Um, that he does actually, like, apologize and acknowledge the like, goal. Oh, like, next time, like, I'll, I'll which I feel like a similar thing happened in the Kraken sacrifice 
but he doesn't even like he's like oh oh well like who, who gives a fuck oh yeah he gives catalina the bends and it's like well yeah. i didn't know yeah how was i supposed to know Do, i mean Azazel needs to start giving out handbooks, like, on the care and, like, yeah, wellness before, of like, your human companion. Like, homework to do before you can come. You you need to pass, like, a quiz, like a driver's head You test. have to be you a have responsible to the, human caretaker. Exactly. Yes. So, um, but... Oh, no, he asked if she was afraid of heights, and I think she was like, no, and he's like, all right, cool. Bye. And, then, <laughs> and we're off. So, so... Bram is trying really hard to play nice with her, but he's struggling a lot on the inside because his entire family was murdered in front of him. No one wants to marry him from his own people. And they don't even want to work for him anymore. Like, he can't even keep a cook yeah, they, on staff. So yeah, he's he's kind of hide. a lonely ruler. Yeah, they hide from him. He's, like, barely even sees yes. anyone. Poor I, Bram. I also did like that on the flight over, like, I loved seeing how um, Grace's mind worked because she just grew up as this demon hunter so she like asks him at one point she's like asset immediately looking at him and assessing him and looking for weaknesses and she it's something she's like I, I know that this is not normal but she and then she asks him do you burn and he's like for you yeah and she's like no a girl very aggressive <laughs> but like it's one where i was like what the fuck is up with that but he like he's like i'm weirdly intrigued by this yes who are um, you but yeah i loved seeing like how her mind worked and then she's like i i know that that in her head she's like i know that that is a ridiculous and crazy and psycho thing to ask someone but i just can't help how my mind works but i am who i am and and despite playing nice for the most part grace is also just like in the back of her mind, planning an escape. Oh, yeah. Which she knows is a bad idea. She will be caught, and it won't end, but she does it anyway. So, like, how strategic is she really as a monster hunter if she couldn't even plan this out well? I feel like on the first attempt, she was like, I think I, you know, like, I feel like this is doable. And I think especially, like, she gets overconfident in her mind when she starts noticing, like, this castle is hella empty. There's no one around. There's no guards. Like, no one is even going to notice. She's like, I'm just going to wander she's off. Like, cakewalk. And then um, she very quickly learns it, that it is not a cakewalk. No. So they, they're both putting on a good show at dinner and enjoying some polite dinner conversation. Like, uh, humans are good conduits for demon magic. Grace won't be leaving any babies in the demon realm. Grace fully understands the terms and conditions of her contract. You know, nothing business related at all that would seem uh, out of character <laughs> at your first introduction to like getting to know someone. Yeah, and they they kind of have like this brief bonding moment about how like they're both the last um, of their family line. Yes, and like he's asking about the bargain, and she figures out, and like he like he watches her. He's like something is up. From, like, her questions or her behavior. This bitch is going like, to run. something is fucking up with this bitch. So he <laughs> watches, and he literally watches her sneak away. And he just follows her. He's like, I'm going to watch how far she gets. Yeah, because and he was, like, he, he was like, he had this plan. He was like, I'm going to seduce her slowly, and, you know. And then that. She's, like, not that sneaky. And then she, he quickly is like, this fucking bitch that's out the window. Well, so she immediately gets caught in some huge spider web. Like, she marched right into Kirithungal, ready to take the ring to Mount Doom and just gets <laughs> yeah. fucking stuck. She love just got her ass. Yep. And the then, second Lord of the Rings reference, we've had this this episode, by the way. Just you know if what? we're keeping count. Apparently it's a lot it's a lot related, I guess. Nerd a, alert. Lord of the Rings is always on the mind. Always relevant. So oh. so she gets caught in this web and Bram is just like, well, well, well. 
I what? also love that she's afraid of spiders. I mean, huge like, honking spiders yeah. the size of terriers. Me too. I don't mind them for the most part, but like, you put a spider in front of me the size of Indy, I'm out. Nope. Yeah, I, I feel like that it's gonna make you jump. Yes, exactly. So, so Bram catches up to her and makes a deal where he says, "Every time you try to yeah. escape, new deal. <laughs> uh, when I catch you." You will come to my bed willingly. And I know what everyone is thinking. How can she give consent under duress? She can't. But Grace has also established up to this point that she is intimately familiar with the terms of her bargain, particularly that no harm can come to her in Bram's realm. So she might be scared of spiders. She might not like the situation she's in, but she knows she can't actually get hurt. So when she agrees, this is more, this is like establishing the type of games that they'll play with each other throughout like the duration of the book and their relationship. Yeah. So when she agreed to this, I was like, yeah, no, she knew what was up the whole time. Like this is this is very much a game to them. Yeah, I feel like it feels I I, I kinda I liked how it's established as like this consensual non consent pretty exactly. quickly. Because even though like it's not like okay, he just like banging her in the web. He takes her back and she also like as she agrees to the New Deal, she puts in a clause of her own where she's like um, okay, but, like, no babies. She also says, you've made a mistake, and now I'm going to make you choke on it, which I love. Yes. I loved that energy. I, I do love that she, like, immediately has some fight in her. She's not just like, okay, I'm agreeing, but, like, and I'm just, like, you're willing. I'm just going to, I'm a wilting violet. Yes. Like, but, and then she, she has also, thorns. Yeah, and I like that she notices, like, despite how pissed off he is, like, he's not doing anything to physically harm her, and she points that out, like, as yeah. he's bringing her back. Um, and snark is basically just foreplay for the two of them. Oh yeah, and also included in foreplay because he's like, this shit starts right, goddamn now. Uh, it also includes Grace threatening Bram at knife point, which they are both very much into. Yeah, and I, I think like she talks about how like she really enjoys him, like this idea that it's like her freedom is taken away from her, even though she's like, it's not, but I, I like it because it gives me the freedom to do what I want, which I've never been able to explore before. Yes. Like coming from like her demon hunting background and never feeling like she can let her guard down. Um, and he, I like, he also cut her clothes off with the tip of his wing. Very into it. It's dual purpose, I guess. Yeah. Like just think of all the Amazon like packages he can open knife. for you. Swiss army knife. <laughs> attached to your body yeah so they also make a bargain i know you said um she was very firm on the no babies fill up Mm -hmm. no consequences grace we like your style but they also make an agreement where bram will get her a birth control pendant like tomorrow yeah so he's basically like i won't like we're gonna do stuff but i'm not gonna put it in yes so and then we get right to the good stuff uh, with them soaking off spider webs in the bathtub and more teasing and including Bram telling Grace, spread your thighs. And I was like, this is for me. Yeah, this I, is it. Oh, same. I, I mean, it was only the, four chapters. I didn't have to wait that long. But. From the cover, I had been like, this one is for me. Yes. And then as I read it, I was pleasantly surprised that I was like, oh, yeah, I was right. This one is for me. I like loved that. You know, she's, like, trying to bait him, and he's just not taking the bait at all. And it's, like, her, like, pulling his head, like, his head back and threatening pulling his and he, hair. And he's the one that, like, he calls her bluff and, like, grabs a knife and is, like, here you go. If you're going to kill me. Go nuts. Have fun. 
this will also void your contract yeah. too. And then she tosses the dagger aside and kisses him, which yes. Hot. And the the spread your thighs was so he could eat her out, which you know we love seeing oral in books. Give it to us. Oh it's, yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah, and then it's him like lifting her out of the water, and his hands are like because he's so fucking gigantic that his hands basically form this perfect seat. Yes, for her, and like he sees that she has these scars. Oh. It's and, and he's, he's like, Where'd you, how'd you get that scar? And he, she's like, how I got the rest of them. Shut up. Move on. And it's like, she just, she's very no nonsense. And I really enjoyed that about her. Yes. And then she, she also immediately takes charge of the scene. Like she pins Bram's wings and arms underneath him, which for a winged creature is like a very vulnerable position. And then she sits on his face and rides yeah, him. Because they start off in the bath <laughs> and he's like holding her in this, like his hands of a seat. And then she calls him out to be like, you're holding back. And then that's when they like switch locations to the bed. And like, it's when he firmly, like even more so is like, you know what? You're, you're controlling the show. Like, and he, she could tell like he's very into it. Wait, I thought they were in the bathroom the whole time. So I thought he, she just put him at the edge of the tub because she gets back into the tub later. So let's see. I can give you my whole breakdown. Let's see. So he lifts her out of the water and basically makes a seat with his hands. Uh, sees her scars. He tells her to spread her thighs and she challenges him to make her come so hard she can't wait to get his hands and mouth on her again. He starts to eat her out, but she eventually calls him out for holding back. Um, and he's like, I don't want to hurt you. She offers to tie him up and ride his face, and he knows he probably shouldn't, but he immediately agrees. So then she binds his hands behind his back, um, trapping his wings, and pushes him onto his back. So I guess they are still in the tub. Okay. And then I was um, like, wait, how I pictured this in my head was like, I thought they were just like on the side of this like sunken in bathtub. Yeah, yeah. So she buys and then um, pushes him back, um, and she makes sure he knows how to indicate if he wants her to stop. Nonverbal safe words. Yeah, and then she says she's going to ride his face until she comes, and if he makes her come very, very hard, she'll uh, suck his fancy cock. And I just wrote, get it, girl, at the end. And it is a fancy pain, which you know we appreciate here. Yeah. And again, very much like Booker's. The the stone dude wiener is all, it seems to be like, there's a theme there. So, and as we correctly assumed, in the beginning, Bram is a bottom, and in no time at all is begging Grace to let him make her come again. And she knows this is she's like, in my logical brain, I know this is dangerous territory, and I opt instead to give you a ferocious blowjob, and I will let you pick where you finish. Um, and I want to say he gives her a pearl necklace, but he really gives her like a pearl sweater, uh, because there is just Dude, so it's much come. insane, but it, oh. It's why, like, there there was one that was like, this is, it's a comical amount of cum. I, like, it is, it's too much. And then also, like, at one point, because he snaps his bindings and he's, like, begging her, like, to let him make her cum again. And, like, I just have to read this quote because Please this do. fucking sent me. He says to her, you have my word that I won't give you my cock, um, no. You have my word that I won't give my cock to your needy pussy, even if you beg for it. Hot fucking damn. <laughs> he's like, like, I'm like, he's like, a bottom, but he's still got a mouth on him. Oh, yeah. Which I, we, he's we a love, brat. Love a little sass. Um, but yeah, they're just com yeah. comical amounts of cum. And you know me, like, I'm, I was immediately like, well, how much is it? 
it, enough to soak a shirt. So yeah, it was two like cups, a, a three wild cups. amount. I think she like talks about like it like she like runs her finger through it. Yeah, like, I all I could think his his co- he's like a hose. This, I was like it's like. This is not appropriate, but it's like the Nickelodeon. When are we ever? True. This is really inappropriate. It's like, all I could think was the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards or like all the Nickelodeon shows where you would get slimed. Like, I was like, this is like that. Listen, I didn't hear any lies. That was one of the few things where I was like, this is super hot. But then I was like, with the amount of cum, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is comical. I actually. so comical. So post-sexy time, Romanu shows up and checks in and Confirms basically that the Jaegers had to fuck a gargoyle somewhere down the line if they're able to see emotional auras. And that it has to be a hella dominant trait to survive in the family this long because Romanu has the same gift. And then they leave a card. And excuse me, I have to rant a little bit. This plot line goes nowhere. What was the point of this? It never gets used. It's just like... Oh, the card? Yeah. They, there's like... They make a whole point of leaving a card with Grace and then it just like nothing ever happens w- like with that um but they do also like, confirm they do come back but not for play, but yeah never do. like that piece like you think like oh the card is going to get used at some point like they're going to get in a fight oh i i immediately i did not think about it i i feel like i forgot about th- maybe i thought about it in the moment but then with everything else going on i forgot about the card uh I did not remember that, the, like, that they gave them the card. Into I was like, what, where are we going with this? Nowhere. Uh, Romanu does also confirm, though, that Azazel will give Grace all of the info that she wants on her mom if she just maintains her part of a deal. So it's a little bit of carrot to make sure Grace doesn't misbehave. But of course she doesn't do that. Yes. Because that and wouldn't be any fun. Romanu is waiting for Bram in the hallway, and call, they call Bram out for being careless with himself and it makes him a danger to himself and others as well. And also that he's like, they tell Bram that he has way too much baggage with humans. Um, Just like like, in general, this man is a baggage carousel. Yes, And this is where you get a little bit more information about what happened with Bram's family. And you find out that they were all murdered by a human. And I also, before this, I was like, that it was Grace's mom, right? Yeah, like, like got, this is where we're again, going with this. Th- it's not confirmed there, but even I think it was like a few chapters before this. I was like, so Grace's mom killed his family, right? Like, yeah, that's. I think we compared notes and we had written stuff at basically the same cadence because I had the same stuff where I was like, oh, Bram's the bottom. Oh, and Grace's mom definitely murdered his family, right? And oh, and Grace is definitely descended from gargoyles, yes. right? Like so we many. had like point for point. Oh yeah, Are we were we were, we were read it separately, but very on the same page, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they encourage Bram to tell Grace the truth, and Bram also threatens Romanu when they say they're going to take Grace away. Yes. And Bram is like, oh, absolutely fucking not. Nope. Eat my ass. Yeah. He would never say that, but... No. You know, he would think it maybe. Much politer. Well, so- <laughs> actually, not really, but he won't... He'll say it in a different way. I yes. don't think they really tell people to eat their ass. <laughs> no. Watch the next book. It's just eat that ass. <laughs> Why I live for it so much. I'm sorry. I don't. Know. I feel like we just like we'll we go through phases where we say like we just like grab on to like some words. Authors do that too. So I think it's a very yeah. human thing. But bitch is the word of the day. This walk. episode has been brought to you by the letter B for bitch. The word of the day is bitch. <laughs>
So, uh, of course, Grace is going to continue misbehaving because that is the only fun way to do things. So she makes another kind of half-hearted attempt to escape because she knows she's going to get caught. But instead of, you know, actually making it back to the demon realm, uh, she gets swept up by our boy Bram and it's time for more bedroom games. This time with a birth control pendant. So we know we're going to get some good old-fashioned penetration. And I do love how Grace just takes control. Like, he's captured her, but then she's immediately oh, yeah, in she control. she immediately goes into Dom mode. And she, like, I liked hearing about how she's discovering this about herself because she had never, she had been taught to kind of, like, never fully trust anyone and never fully let your guard down. It's not safe. As, like, a, a monster hunter, even, like, with the previous, like, sexual encounter she had had, like, she was like, I never... Feel, really felt free to truly like express what I wanted or to be vulnerable. Yes. Um. So she's like really into like learning this side about herself. Um. Do, I have a quote in this section that I really loved where she says, if you play this game with me, if you submit to my commands, like the good boy, I know you can be, then we will end tonight with me riding your cock. I lean forward and he mirrors the movement. My body goes tight and I lower my voice, coaxing him closer still. And if you're very, very good, I'll let you fill me up. And you know we love a fill-up with no consequences. Oh, yeah. And I also, like, so it's been well established that we love a good girl. Yes. But I loved the good boy. The, yeah, a new new kink unlocked. Yeah. I love I like, the good boy. I am into this. And Grace is just going to fuck the low self-esteem right out of Bram. Or send him to an early grave, I guess, because she rubs one out in front of him without letting him participate at all. And then makes her clean him up. Not eat her out. She's specific when she says, I told you to clean me up. So just some, like, light degradation Yeah, and she's guiding him. him with his hair. Like, she's holding him by the head. And yes. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. And then yeah, he tries we get, to fuck her with his tongue, and she's like, no, no. Excuse that's me. not what I allowed. That is I, not what I told you. Failure to follow directions. Bram. And then um, tells him that he was adequate. <laughs> I live. And he's, I live. And, and also, he immediately... Like a good sub is like, I could do better. I can, uh, let me make it up to you. And uh, we get more of this like wing pinning underneath him, which I, yeah, I really love for she, the like, type tells of. Him to get on his back. And uh, and to keep his hands on and the gri- headboard. Yeah, grip that headboard. I love a grip the headboard. Except. It's the Cassian girly in me. I'm oh, like, yeah. grab the headboard. You do it. I still yes. think about that scene still. After all the smut I read after, that scene still takes me right back. But the only problem with the hold on to the headboard is his dick, it has to be at least a foot long because her kneeling over him was still not enough room to get that meat stick up under her enough to sink down on it. So Bram has to hit her with a little finger blast 9000 to get her ready to take this massive third leg that he has sprouted. I will say also we need to point out that his dick is ribbed. Oh, yes. Which, and she, like, has a little bit of, like, grinding on the ridges of his cock. And we, I think that might be my favorite of the special penises. Like, a textured, ripped. Texture play is a beautiful thing. I I I, really, I, (laughs) I mean, even with a human, we saw this in Merry Little Meet Cute. And it was so hot. Yeah. It was, oh, it's a well-crafted grinding scene. Cannot, cannot be oversold. Underappreciated. Yes. So um, so he has to help get her ready because otherwise he's just going to split her like a fucking log. And, 
and again, he fills her up with a comical amount of cum when they finally do start oh, yeah. she to inch by like, inch slipping down yeah, onto this. He wants her to like first come on his fingers and she's like, no, no, it's got to be. Give me that dick. Give me that dick. I've been working for it. <laughs> I, fr- I pretended like I was going to run away for this. Yes. Listen, my half-hearted attempts at escape were for this moment. Yeah, so she can take him, but it's still very slowly. Yeah, and it's... And uh, he, ha- he has to, like, literally like lift her up. It was wild. It Yeah, it was. he's so much bigger than her, too, and it's just, like, real big size difference in pretty much every aspect. And again... Filled her up with so much cum because she's on top. It's spilling out of her and onto so, him. So much cum. <laughs> so I, much. I, I said that I was like, his dick is definitely too big, which I was like, I did. I was like, it can be like, I was like, this one, I'm like, it's too big. Like I, I was like, I remember texting you and I was like, I, I feel like it's one where I'm like, it's too big to like have like for one time, like. You don't want every scene to be like that. You don't want to work. You don't want to put overtime in every time you want to take that dick. Well, luckily. But, and I said the amount of cum that he is producing is obscene. It is obscene. So much cum. So much cum, which makes sense for so much dick. I don't even, I don't want to think about the balls. (laughs) I was going to say how big are his balls? They're like coconuts. Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) yuck. I hate that. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Coconut ball. They're huge. They just have to I be that size to, be to fit that much. a dick that big. I mean, granted, it is my. How does like, he keep them in that anatomy? So I don't really know how big their balls have to be to produce. Who knows? Yeah. But I guess it would look comical if it had these tiny little, like, grape-sized balls. <laughs> you got a foot-long dick and balls the size yes. of, like, I, I feel like also, like, pistachios. I had a hard time, like, imagining or, like, picturing how big the dick was because I feel like there is a scene later which I actually appreciated where like I guess it's also like the angle that they are having sex because I feel like the later sex scene like it takes some prep work but it seems more manageable where the dick yes. is like big but more manageable I I do feel Whereas like it, this like when I read this scene I was like this sounds like it's too much yeah too much like literally too much <sighs> But you know how these stories go. We can't have anything good for too long. No. And Grace gets approached by one of the nobles in the house, uh, Luna, who basically says, get the hell out of here while you can. And also, Bram is cursed. So, like. Yeah. We can help you out. Yeah. Let, let us help you betray him. And bless Grace. She gets I mad. I loved her reaction that she was pissed at him. She was like, <laughs> I can't believe that you let these fucking peons shit disrespect all you over like this. you. Yeah. And, and then, I was like, damn right, girl, tell him. And Bram only cares because she's upset. Not that not because he cares about himself, because the self-esteem is so low it is underground, which is just insanely sad it's for someone so that's experienced sad. a lot of trauma. And like he's like, I don't care what happens to me, but I do care that this exchange has upset you in some way. And she's yeah, like, what the, the yeah, she's like, dude, snap the fuck out of it. It's he's the saddest of boys. But instead of resolving it in any kind of reasonable way, they use oh, this dinner together to argue. Absolutely, absolutely insane. And then they culminate in the room, and then it. Yeah, they're like, we'll reconvene at dinner and continue this argument and make it worse. And they culminate the argument. It like comes to a head by finding out if Bram actually doesn't burn, like they discussed at their very first meeting. Like, why was this a thing? Why was she, he covered himself in oil and she flicked matches at him. And I'm like, you both are dumpster fires. 
And then she fucking roasted a marshmallow on him. It's I know we needed this because we needed an act three breakup because that's what we're careening towards. But I was like, what the fuck is happening? But I feel like Why are there like, marshmallows in the gargoyle yeah, realm? Like, this isn't even really like technically the act three breakup. No, no. It's just it's the, the, it's the lead, lead up, up to, to it. it. Yeah. Because it, this is exactly where we are now. Grace is avoiding Bram yeah, he's for a couple creep- of weeks. He's creepily following her. And yeah. she knows that he's following her. But neither of them are going to say anything. So she goes and explores more of the area, which you think she would have done earlier as part of like reconnaissance to find a legitimate way to sneak back to the Bargainer Demon territory. But again, she was just like the hubris of, well, this castle's basically empty. Yeah. I'm just going to fuck off. And I think also like aren't this, like the stair, like it also like takes her a bit to get anywhere because the stair, like, because they're bigger than her, like oh yeah, it's steep like as the shit. Stair, like so, it it's like an effort to do anything, or even like just walking down a hallway. The hallways are fucking massive, so it takes just like an obscene <laughs> amount of time just because of how long they are. Uh, Bram does eventually show up though, and he finally tells Grace about his trauma and how his dad was a shit ruler who brought a human consort in, and she murked everyone in his family except for him. And Bram has this insane survivor's guilt over this because he hid instead of fighting but i'm sorry that's sometimes that's just how you survive like yes that uh i felt so bad for him here but of course yeah we know where this is going yeah and then she also like like talks to about like the pressures of like her family and feeling like she has like to carry on this line and you also had like found out that some like even though grace as a monster hunter she has like a strict rule of like she only hunts monsters who have already hurt humans she's not just going after them because they are monsters but in the past like her family that was not the case and some of her ancestors did not have that like distinction they were like you're a monster i'm fucking coming after they were real prejudice yes they were yeah and it's something like she has like a lot of guilt about but she also feels like the weight of having to carry on this family legacy and also like having to help humans like that like, who are endangered by these monsters yeah. and are being attacked and, like, feeling like, oh, like, if she doesn't help them, who will? And it has to be her. And, like, like they kind of suggest, like, we should stop fighting and build something together. And he has, Bram finally has this realization that having a child isn't going to fix his problems, which I feel like sounds so simple. But it was like a, duh, dude. But it took him a minute yes, to get it here. it does. And, and Grace yeah. is going to force Especially him. Especially if you're just passing on your issues to your children. Break your generational trauma, Bram. Yeah, Break like, it. I'm, I'm calling a council meeting. Yeah, she's going to make him regrow this final column by by having Bram call the council and establish himself as a legitimate power in the realm. And they're going to have sex without playing games. Soft sex. Made softer by the fact that Bram gets healing balm for them so they can really... Uh, luxuriate in the experience and keep the soft slam fest going as long as they want. And it gets softer, softer still, because there's some real deep pillow talk where the two of them explore their trauma and talk about their favorite colors. Bram's is the color of love, uh, which they're both putting off like, I don't know, like tropical frogs during mating season or something. Like they're just like (laughs) wafting like pink, like deep magenta wind everywhere. So no one's saying it, but everyone's seeing it. Yes. Except, again, we can't have nice things for any amount of time. Uh, Because this is the point where, confirmed during this, like, sweet pillow talk, Grace says something about my mom, Barbara, and Bram is like... like, we do get some spice. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, like, 
You, I was like, you're really, I was like, I want to talk about the spice. Oh, no, no, go back. It was talk really hot. And I like that he, like, they're making out. He's lifting her up and they continue to kiss. And because he's lifting her up, he's like, she's rubbing against his chest. And then he eats her out. And I will say, the pussy eating descriptions in this story are excellent. Yeah. They're If you're really in the world, this is a good book for yes. you. Yes. Which I am. So this this made up for a lot of other books that I was like, you're ruining my favorite thing. <laughs> um, and then he, this is when he fucks her. And this time, his di- like I was like, the dick is probably too big. But it does seem slightly more manageable. Yeah, the like, healing he bomb to, like, he, does he, wonders. Yeah, he fingers her. And like he presses his thumb to her clit and lets the movement of his thrust kind of provide that rubbing so it doesn't overstimulate her. And again, the volume of cum is so excessive. And then he tells her that they're not done yet. And she's like, I want it, but my body can't take anymore. You're too big. And that's when he tells her that he has the solution, brings out the healing bob. And this is when I got really excited because in these stories, I've constantly been like, why don't they just make some type of magic bomb that just makes it fit? Like it still would be like a nice snug for your pleasure fit, yes. but it would just fit. It just wouldn't like, be excruciating yeah. to try to work it in a centimeter at a time. It was just a healing bomb. Um, but I said, I guess this is better than nothing. Um, and there is the quote that I really enjoyed of, when we're done, I'll use my fingers and make you come one last time to help you heal. But right now, you need my cock again, don't you? And I was like, yes, she does. <laughs> we Give all do. Her. Show it to us. Yeah, she's like, this is when she's in, in his lap facing forward and he's rubbing the solution into her and then she's slowly riding him until she comes. Then he pushes her onto her stomach and fucks her slowly from behind and then he also like lifts her and grinds her against his hand and I, I this scene was so fucking good. It was even <laughs> with the obscene amount of fucking cum that this so man is producing- much. The rest of it, I was like, great, excellent spice. Like, it splashes Robert, the walls you have when he comes. done it again. <laughs> yeah, it would take an eye out. <laughs> it would. It would. It it's would. True. And then, <laughs> yeah, this is when they start to have, like, that post-coital bonding. Yeah, they get the to pillow know each talk. Other, the, the, yep, the favorite colors. And, and then and then the Barbara bomb. Yeah, Barbara ruins everything. So, they, Grace mentions... Uh, Bar- like my mother Barbara and Bram's like, oh, that's the name of the woman that marks my whole family. We saw this coming, right? Yeah. Like everyone, yeah, like everyone before, was like, yes, because it is. was revealed. Like he finally, she had told him right before this that he like her fa- what her family did, yeah, and their legacy. So of course, like it doesn't take much. Well, fuck, because yeah. now he's got a bunch of nobles coming to the castle who already don't respect him. Yeah, he's like, I just sent off these letters telling them like we're convening and I'm gonna be your fucking leader and you're gonna finally respect me. I'm taking charge. And meanwhile, and then, I'm fucking the daughter of the family that murdered my entire, or I'm fucking the daughter of his family's murderer. The optics on this whole thing yeah, are you, just not this great. this whole curse that basically started this whole fucking curse. And the people who already think that, like, I am the fucking worst are just not, they're not going to be helped at all in that opinion. So, Bram, Bram does, I think, a very logical thing where he calls Romanu, chastises Romanu, <laughs> And then has Grace removed from the area while he sorts his shit out. Um, except no one thinks that Bram is not going to come collect no, her. No, R- Romanu is literally 
like well when do you want to come pick call, her up yeah like they call bram out for being in love with grace and then they also say like just give us a heads up before you come get her yes and i will say romanu at least had the good grace to look ashamed for knowing about the respective histories between these two mm-hmm. and not saying anything and Azazel does eventually come to Bram and set things to rights. Although, honestly, this entire thing is his fault. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. So, like, he kind of had to. There was no, like, skirting responsibility here. I mean, he kind of gives Bram a little bit of a pep talk, too. And so, because it's the last chapter, of course, um, Grace finally gets answers on her mother and learns that her mother's bargain was made for Grace's safety and that she then went into the realm, killed Bram's family, and then was, like, just in the wind for a while. Yeah, she didn't even and stop there. She made it to the Incubus, the Incubus su- territory. Oh, yeah, and then and she was Rosalka, captured. who we'll meet and learn more about in the next book. Yes, captured her. So, And it's, yeah. I think it's assumed that she's dead, but I honestly have no idea. Um, but Bram comes to collect Grace, and they tell each other that they love each other. The end. That's all, folks. Yeah, Grace, like, there's a romantic moment of Grace goes to the roof, and Bram finally arrives, and, yeah, they confess their love. And And that's it. it, it, Yeah, it did feel like I was like, where is my, I was, like, looking at my book, like, where's my epilogue? Where's my wrap-up spice? Oh, yeah, I I have thoughts on this. Uh, But you first, what what was your final review after this? This was a shorty, but the the deal with the demon books tend to be a little short, Um, so it's it's like a... A nice little, like, day read, Yeah, I feel. they're all, I think all of them <clears throat> have been under 200 pages. Yeah, I think so. So my star rating, I gave it a 4.25. And my spice rating was a 4. I gave it 4 peppers. Nice. Um, I really enjoyed the play of, like, the consensual non-consent. And it being this kind of counterbalance with Grace being the dominant one in the relationship. I thought that was, like, an interesting way to play with that um i feel like you don't i i also liked that i feel like like we were saying before that you don't get to see as much like female dom with male subs in romance particularly even more so with monster romance so i thoroughly enjoyed seeing that and exploring that um which i was also like thank god because crack and sac- after Crack and Sacrifice, which I didn't really enjoy. And I think that's more because I didn't enjoy those characters. Like, there was yeah. something about them and their dynamic. So I was a little concerned going into this because I was like, mm, what about my fun monster romance? But this kind of, it it, did, it, it, it turned it that. around for me. Yes, yeah. it did. It healed my wounds, my trauma. Um, I also really enjoyed that that final spice scene was just them having hot sex without kink um because don't get me wrong i fucking love me some kink it is i think well established but i think it's also nice to see like some variety as we were saying before like i think also a lot of like kink heavy romance it's like the spice is just kink 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 and it's only kink and sometimes like some relationships that's what you need and that's accurate but I liked also exploring that, like, some relationships, like, do have kink and exploration of kink in it. But then sometimes, like, we have a little, maybe, like, vanilla sex for, well, with, with a monster. Bram needed like, to fucker. be an equal at the la- yeah, in the last so scene. It, I think that was smart to to give them that scene without the games. Yeah, so I was like, so I, I enjoyed, like, seeing that. I thought that was, like, a nice, fun, like, different thing. Yeah. Um, I do 
wish that we got some wrap-up spice or an epilogue. Um, I wanted also more horn-holding for leverage because he had <laughs> horns, and I feel like you could forget about it. And I, I she learned, actually insults them when she first meets yes, him, and like there are, you would few, think it would be a point of contention in their relationship. Exactly, there are a few moments where it's mentioned, but I was like, oh, like Ice Planet Barbarians established for me that I like a horn holding moment if they have them. So if you've got them, use them. That's what they're there for. <laughs> I guess that's not really what they're there for, but it's what it's they sex. should be there yeah. for. It's an extra. Use what you have. Use yes. the tools provided for you. <laughs> um. I think they tease for a little bit of, like, about sky fucking. Oh, yeah, they do. They mention it. Yeah. So I wanted to see, like, some follow through on the sky fucking. And then I wanted more grinding on that rib dick. Because if you've got a rib dick, grind on it. That's what it's there for. <laughs> um, but, it, like, again, his dick, for the most part, except for that last scene where I was like, maybe not. But for the most part, I was like, that dick is too big. Like, I'm trying to get dick down by a ribbed cock, not climb Mount Everest. <laughs> like, just give us some magic solution that will just make her bits fit. The, the healing bomb is not enough. I have, so, look, I have solved this. Um, and the um, the amount of cum was completely obscene. Um, I, I get with a dick that big, like, you're putting it over time to insert it. It tracks. Yeah. But still. But what's the point of it if it's that like big? Like, a, a double dare amount of cum. Um <laughs> listen you're not wrong i'm not it's the only it's the only thing i could think of and i was like i'm sorry that i don't have another analogy um i would have liked more time with these two just in general because i just really liked them both as characters and i really enjoyed their relationship um they have such an interesting story and i enjoyed being in their world um so this has definitely been my favorite in the series so far and I would say my biggest critique for, and I think it's just for the series as a whole, is I just wish the stories were longer. Like I get that they, 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 she wants them to be like more of a shorter length, but like especially when I'm enjoying it, I'm like I would have just liked more with them. I, I, I just like I didn't, I wasn't ready to leave the world just yet. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you? Uh, so I, I recognize that on the heels of Black Sheep, that's like one of my favorites, it would have been really difficult for any book to exceed my expectations, but I have to say I was especially disappointed with this one. We were not given a full story. We were given 60% of a story and almost no denouement, and there were too many questions left unanswered at the end of the novel. So while I enjoyed what we had between Grace and Bram, it just wasn't enough for me. And it's crazy oh. because the story basically led you in a straight line the entire time with the plot that we did have. So you're pretty much led by the hand to expect that, like, the Jaegers are descended from gargoyles. that, And that's why Grace can see auras and that Grace's mom was the one who killed Bram's entire family and, like, all of that. But then we're just kind of dropped off at the end so abruptly that I was like, where is the rest of this? I Because I read the Patreon. It does feel like you should, like there should be a sequel. I So I read the Patreon early version and I legitimately thought, oh, I just like, I didn't download the right version. Like there's an epilogue. So I went back and downloaded the Kindle Unlimited version after that had come out to see if there was an epilogue or something. And there wasn't. It was just over. So we don't know how it goes with Bram with calling the council. Like there's no... There's, like, nothing between him and Grace and Barbara. Yeah, like, we don't know what happens, like, with them. They just, like, say they love each other. I, I feel like every other book 
we have like the other ones we have gotten an epilogue correct? yeah and it's like I, I do try to be fair, um, and I think seeing a powerful monster bottom for a very human lover really did things for me. And I, I do have a wing king. I love a man with wings. Oh, same. Uh, so I was very into Bram. Uh, but I also think that made it more bittersweet because I was like, I did not enjoy this. Uh, and the face riding and the wing pinning and all the other dynamics of their relationship was fun. But I felt really cheated at the end of it, even with the fancy penis. <laughs> So this is blowing my mind because I didn't know, like, I knew that you had those thoughts, but I didn't know the culmination was that you didn't enjoy it. I think this is, uh, this is a milestone episode because I I love that we don't have the same thing. And I've never rated a book lower than you, but I gave this two and a half overall (gasps) and three stars on Spice. This just didn't stick the landing. And I, the longer I sit with it, the angrier I get that I'm like, she just stopped writing a story 60% of the way through and it fucking published. And like... I am legitimately, like, mad that this is, that, like, this was looked at as a complete story. Because it, what, like, there's just too much yeah, shit I, left I, unanswered. I think that's the thing is, like, I do agree that there should, like, I think in general they all should be longer. But this one in particular should have been longer. Yes. And, I, and it, it was weird now thinking about the fact that, like, we don't have an epilogue where, ev- like, the previous two it's been established that we've gotten an epilogue or something. Um so I did really, I do really wish that there was more because I, I did enjoy what we got. And that's, I'm more of like the like, oh, I really liked this and I liked these two. So I just wanted more. And But it, this one does the most feel like this one needs a sequel. Where, yeah, where do we go with this? Like um, the other, I feel like the other ones, like Dragon's Bride, I feel like wrapped up pretty well. Even and if I it was one chapter. Sacrifice, I didn't need more, but even that like wrapped up. But yeah, I feel like this, it does feel like something is missing. Yeah. But it, I but I liked what we got. I am sad and I wish there was more, but I it, just, didn't, it didn't ruin the rest of the experience for me. I just like, I sat and I was like, I'm just not going to like, I'm not going to write my review immediately. I'm going to like take a couple days and think about it. And then the more days I put between me and the book, oh I was God, like, you became me. I That's usually me. just got more annoyed because it's like, it is a good premise but there's too much like even if we only got a single epilogue chapter that just addressed like what happened with Bram's territory like what's the deal with the air because he said if he doesn't produce an air the territory is gonna like dissolve into chaos like yeah this one has the most questions is I'm- the mom dead or not like w- <laughs> what was the deal with like Romano in the fucking card like all of these little like plot threads were dropped and never picked back up again and so I just I was like I want to like this I was looking forward to this one the most and I just didn't do it for me in the end but they they all need to be long it also had insta love which is immediately like I was like oh y'all love each other now it's been like two weeks oh that didn't it didn't bother me this time I can chill this one I was like I I was into them so I was like oh I I don't mind this and yeah. i feel like with these i kind of expect i was like you know they're gonna say they love each other before then yeah i i was actually thinking today it would be interesting but they were my favorite couple uh i i mean i like grace the most because i liked her from court of the vampire queen but i feel like we got even as a side character in court of the vampire queen we got way more of her there than we did in like her own novel where she's the main character i felt like we got more here about I just, her like they're just you don't really get much background about her no but like you see like this was a lot of telling about grace where at least in court of the vampire queen like she was doing stuff you know like we were getting more show i 
feel like, I don't know. I disagree about that. I feel like we were like seeing, like we're getting her thoughts. So obviously like when you're getting someone's perspective, no matter what, that's going to be kind of telling, but you're like seeing also it's like backed up by her actions and what she's doing. And like her thoughts really reflect the things that she's doing, like but her I mean, trying to like escape, like but she's escaping, not trying to escape. but not really escaping. She tries to escape once, does such a shit job at it that she's immediately clocked and then never tries wholeheartedly again. Like, at that point, just wait out your seven years. Like, you know you're going to get all the information, and time moves differently in the demon realm. But I think also, like, it's not, like, that long of a time that they're together and having these interactions. Wait, what do you mean by that? Where, like, it's not, like, a bunch of, like, spicy, where, like, she's constantly, like, running off. It's just, like, No, that's, it only happens. It happens twice. Yeah, like, it's a short (laughs) amount. But it's also, like, with, it's twice within a short amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like, you know, some of the others are like, oh, like months past or like weeks, whereas oh, this yeah. feels like it's like, boom, boom. Like, it all takes place over a very short duration of time. That's why when they were like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting like a sexy voice now. That's why when they were like, oh, I love you. I was like, do you? Do you really? Is it insta-love? Do you both just have trauma that you need to work out with like someone professionally? Like, is it really love? I don't know. Sorry, I'm like the cynical one on this. This is a. Uh... This is, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I gave it. I two. love being the nice one. I gave oh, it two and a half stars. Like, <laughs> I gave it two and a half stars on I think uh, story graph, but in it, it rounds up on Goodreads, so it's like two. But it, the spice was good overall. Wait, you mean but three? I oh yeah, sorry. You three. rounded up or down? I rounded up to three stars on Goodreads. So, um, but it's not like you know. This one just wasn't written for me. That's fine. If you like all it of these things, for me. if you like all of these things, cool. I will have to find a, a gargoyle a love interest. In, this one needs a sequel. Um, and I'm told it feels like a part. It, it does feel unfinished. Part one of unknown number. Yeah, but I do did, agree about that. But what we got, I enjoyed. Uh, did you have anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to talk about? The only remaining note I have is just a general observation about the demon realm that I think the in some ways the demon realm seems preferable to the human world that we were in. Like, particularly with Azazel's territory, where he has a magic castle that leads you to the kitchens to make sure you eat, and they also offer free therapy. I was it, like, sign me up. I will sign a demon deal. Yeah, seven years, you got it. Yeah. Take all the years. I don't even care. Yeah. Uh yeah, it does. It Minus does sound like a thing. great the place. The baby thing, I'm, I'm not. No, thank oh, you. Oh no, this this Hard workshop pass. is closed. Yeah, mine's closed for business. Thank you. The only thing I will be building are Legos. <laughs> uh, I the, what I'll say what I say to my cat is <laughs> the only child I'll ever have. <laughs> I mean, and I didn't even give, I didn't even birth her. Two of mine are laying with us right now, so same same vibes. Yeah, the dogs have been very quiet this episode. Everyone, be proud of them. So quiet. (laughs) But uh, that's everything, I guess, for the Gargoyles Captive. We are going to be back in two weeks to discuss A Ruin of Roses by K.F. Breen. This one is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And I'm very excited because it's, I think, the first, like, real high fantasy that we've done. Like, we've done some, like, this is, I guess this is high fantasy, but I would categorize it more as, like, monster romance, where I think this is, like, more true fantasy fairy tale retelling. So we will see everyone there on May 4th. And until then, read what you love and And fuck fuck the the rest. rest.
If you enjoyed Shelf Pleasure, please feel free to bookmark us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, or like our page on Facebook at Shelf Pleasure Pod. For questions, concerns, or recommendations on future books, please email us at shelfpleasurepod at gmail.com.